In America, we don't turn to government to restore our souls. We put our faith in Almighty God. You voted to make America great again. We are making America greater than ever before. And it's happening before your eyes. We will rekindle new faith in our values, new pride in our history, and a new spirit of unity that can only be realized through love for our great country. The American people voted to reject this corrupt globalism. This is the most important election in the history of our country. And yet, despite all of our greatness as a nation, everything we have achieved is now in danger. We will never give up. We will never concede. It doesn't happen. And when I'm reelected, the best is yet to come. Welcome, welcome, welcome right here on Real America's Voice News. You are locked and loaded here on Live from America, and I am your ever-so-humble, God-fearing, and God-loving host of the show, Jeremy Harrell, the hip-hop patriot, broadcasting from the granite, live free or die, state of New Hampshire, and it's an honor to be here with you. I hope you had a wonderful weekend. It is a beautiful Monday evening. What a great day we had today. Look, folks, it is a great time to be a conservative, it is a great time to be a Christian, and it is a very bad time to be woke, wouldn't you say? We'll go over that and a lot more on today's show as CNN Plus changed their pronouns to was, were, and you've got Twitter now completely, well, (laughs) hijacked. You've got uh, uh, Disney being reined in. There's so much going on in our favor right now, but one thing, One thing that we need to continue to expose and then quickly figure out and hold accountable is Joe Biden and the left and the people who puppet him as it pertains to our southern border because, folks, we are literally being invaded. Now, I have been showing you every single day what Ben Berkwam has been bringing from the Darien Gap, the Panama Canal, and deeper into the jungle. And folks, what he has been able to uncover, he's finally on his way home. Pray to God that Ben has a safe, safe trip home. But he has been bringing footage that nobody's been able to get, no other news station, and it's very important. I want to continue following Ben Berkwam, and then we'll come right back and do the Lord's Prayer. Not a lot of time to talk about anything in the beginning of this show because we need to highlight this. It's much more important. This morning, we showed Ben Berkwam encountering people from all parts of the world, and this is part two of that. Pay attention, ladies and gentlemen, because it's important. Where are you from? Somalia. Somalia? Somalia. It's, uh, from Somalia, wow. How long did it take you to get here? It takes uh, three, four weeks from Somalia. What, what's, your, what's your journey? How do you go? We were traveling Somalia. And then the middle of East Africa, and then we come uh, here in Latin America. So we came up to this village again, Canaan Mambrio, and we brought actually the third in command of the village, the Embara uh, village, that, that control all of this land, uh, this part of the Darien Gap. And he came up with the blessing of the chief of this whole area. And we were just told by the center front guys, because of the amount of illegal aliens coming down, they have to get approval 
from the immigration authorities, which is basically just saying that they're just not gonna let us up there to show it. Yet these, you know, these guys from Somalia walk right in. These people, the illegals have come through. Look what they've done to these people's land. Taking up residence. This is what they've done to beautiful heaven on earth out here at this Embera village. Just been totally trashed. Uh, what's your name? Azamat. Azamat? And where are you from? Kazakhstan. Kazakhstan. This is coming from downriver. Now we have boats. We've passed 16 boats going downriver to the Puerto Limon. Now we have more boats coming in from upriver. This one is totally loaded. And this is happening all day. And just as you heard the uh, Ruben telling us, it's, there's nothing good. It's all mal, he said. Cuba? Where are you from? I came from Ethiopia. Where, Ethiopia? Yes. Wow. Listen to this interview yes. here. A long journey. Yeah, long journey. <laughs> yeah. How, how long did it take you? Yes. Uh, how many days? More than two I mean, weeks. Two weeks? weeks like this. Where do you where do you fly? So you go Ethiopia to where? Ethiopia until to Brazil. After then, I so you flew from Ethiopia to Brazil? Yes. I from the South Africa. I go South Africa. After then, I get from here. And why why are you coming now? They are already just uh, asking asylum. So Ethiopia is a big problem. You know, it have a big problem about the government. This is too much, too famous. Yeah. Asylums. How, how did you know the, the, the journey, the route to the take? The journey I hear from someone. Like this journey, you have to go and you ask the government. He say go. Right. Too much swallow. I cannot able to stand even if brother. Ah, ah. Wow. So yeah. fungus? Yes. Even too much is dead. Oh, how many Oops. dead? More than three person I look. Wow. Even my son, you saw I three people dead. Yes. Wow. What's your name? My name is Roba. Roba? Roba is my warrior. Hola. Hey, ¿Dónde son? From Venezuela. Maduro, ah, Maduro. Maduro. No, no, no. Uh, no, no. Malo, no. Yeah. no. Yeah, Nepal. Nepal? Nepal! <laughs> so you're from Nepal? Yeah, yeah. Just you? No, no. no. You and him? How long did that take? How long did it take you to get here? How many, how many weeks? Maybe uh, a week. One month, one month. One month? Yeah. I am uh, okay, Nepal to Thailand, Thailand to uh, Bolivia. Oh, Bolivia? Yeah. And then uh, Colombia? Uh, Peru or Peru? Colombia. Wow. And, and you're from? Eritrea. Eritrea? Yeah, from Africa. From Africa. Wow. And it's a small, small country. Yeah. How long did it take you to get here? But from Ethiopia? No, 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 no. From Ethiopia. Two uh, months. Two months. Two months. Wow. Why are you coming now? Because uh, I think America would be the best place for us. Yeah. Oh, I the in the the government. Bad. Very very bad. Cor corruption or socialism or what's the? This very corrupted. Uh, Lots of corruption there. Yeah. Uh, how because bad? How bad was coming through the jungle? It's very bad. Very bad? Yeah. No fun? No. No fun. Yeah. You wouldn't, you wouldn't recommend people to do it? No. no, no. <laughs> Don't do it. I didn't recommend any people to... To do what you did? Your, yeah, bad. Jungle, yeah. You see uh, bad things? I see a lot of risk. Yeah. Death? Yeah. Uh, a lot of things. You see, so people die in there. Yeah. What's your name? Abed. Abed? Sanai. Sanai? Yeah. Thank you. That's the question, is what is left in the world? Everyone we've talked to says they're fleeing corruption, violence, wars, and they're coming to America where Joe Biden and the left want more of them. Where are you guys from? Etria. Uh, Etria. You're also Etria. Yeah. Those guys. Wow. Yeah. Five from Etria. Can't even say it. It's a tough name. Hola. Wow. All of these guys just coming in. They all got the word. Like this is, it's a global wildfire and it's just... This is nuts. Unreal. Venezuela? Cuba? Cuba? Cuba. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to uh, hold on one second here. If you just give me a second here. I had some issues there. Let me pause this here quick. So so what you're what you're seeing there is is Ben just really blowing the whole thing wide open. 
just blowing the entire thing wide open and showing things that nobody else is showing. What you just saw here on Real America's Voice News on Live from America, nobody else is seeing. Nobody else is seeing because nobody else is covering it. Nobody else is covering it because they all, and I mean all these big news outlets, including Fox, they all have big, big donors, big advertisers, and they're told what to do and what not to do. What Ben is doing, the crew that's with Ben, putting their lives on the line, ladies and gentlemen, putting their lives on the line to bring this truth. And now with the 20 states that are suing Biden over this, this footage will be used in court, and we will. We will hold the people accountable. Might not be today, might not be tomorrow, but we will. Bet that. Let's go to a couple emails before we go to the Lord. Keep Ben in your prayers, folks. Margarita Lane says, you have the best program. Thank you for doing the research and sharing it with the rest of us. Be safe and be well as you do the work that the Lord has called you to do. Fan of the show, Margie Lane. God bless you, Margie. Thank you for that email. Uh, Also from Danny Burnside. Uh, As I watched the recorded version of your 5 p.m. show on 421, you asked the audience how many of us received help from the group, the Live from America group. Unfortunately, I couldn't respond due to I was working. However, I wanted to say yes. I am also one who received kind help from you and the Live from America family and, of course, of God above all. And I wanted to say that you all kept me from losing my home This is why it is so important for us to do the work that we do here on Live from America. God used us to help these people save their home. I was able to put the donation along with a little money me and my wife had and was able to get on a repayment program. You all saved my house. I cannot tell you what that means to me and my wife. It brought tears to our eyes knowing that people we don't even know helped us so kindly. Words can't express our gratitude. Thank God. Amen. And thank you all from the bottom of my heart. Folks, we are making a difference here. Whether it be bringing you truth, even if it's bad news or good news, we're making a difference because we're giving you honesty. And of course, I feel blessed. That's why I say I feel blessed every day with you guys. Because I can't imagine doing what I used to do any longer. This is my fight for the country, and this is our fight for the Lord. Let's all work together. April 25th, year of our Lord, 2022. Nothing is as important as knowing and loving me as I truly am. Making me your highest priority gives focus to your thinking. Other priorities fall into their proper place when I am first and foremost in your life. Jeremiah 9.24 says, Let him who glories, glory in this, that he understands and knows me, that I am the Lord, exercising loving kindness, judgment, and righteousness in the earth. For in these I delight, says the Lord. And from Matthew 22.37 and 38, Jesus replied, Love the Lord your God with all of your heart and all of your soul and with all of your mind. Sure, you all know that one. This is the first and greatest commandment. And before you turn out the light tonight, set your priorities according to my will, not the will of the world. Not an easy thing to do. Very hard to do, folks, to keep your mind trained on something if you've not trained your mind your whole life to do it. But once you learn how to do it, nothing comes more simple than God. Simple and complicated at the same time. Simple for you to love him. Complicated in his decision to forgive and love us. We'll be right back with more Live from America right after this. Please stay tuned. Folks, what a great story about the house, huh? A great story about the house. I wanted to let you know, Larry Reha, that your Bible went out today. My wife sent you actually one of the favorite Bibles that I had on that shelf over there that I was hoping. I was hoping maybe I'd be able to keep, even though I got a hundred of them. Uh, it's a King James version with a leather back, uh, with a leather cover of the American flag. It's a really beautiful Bible. Can't wait till you get it, my friend. God bless you, and make sure you read that uh, um, with with love in your heart. Why do I keep hearing helicopters going over my house? Says Nancy. We hear a lot of that here where I live now, too. Very, something that's changed quite a bit. You know, a story that we're not going to get to today that I really wanted to, that we will get to tomorrow. And the only reason I didn't get to it today was because I'm waiting on a little bit more, um, um, I'm waiting on a little bit more proof 
Uh, well, not really proof. I know that we, we know what's happening, but that is the destruction of all of these uh, grain bins and these, and, these, and these food manufacturing plants and stuff like that. So a lot going on to make sure that we are invaded at the southern border. There's a lot going on to make sure that we have food shortages, and there's a lot going on to make sure that sooner or later you say, please, government, come and save me. Please come and save me, government. Folks, the only way to take down America is to take it from the inside out. You take America, you take the world. Jeremy, do you have a Bible for dummies to accompany the actual Bible? Well, we do have Bibles here that are for people just starting out, uh, Heather. So just let us know on, the, uh, on JeremyHerald.com and we'll get them right out to you. We'll get them right out to you. Jeremy, thank you for Bible and money. You are very welcome. You are very welcome. It's our pleasure here. Kevin Wilson is in the house. Hey, I want to go over to Getter real quick. We didn't do any live shout-outs to Getter earlier, so we got to do that now. We got Steve1980 over there killing it, just hanging out, loving it. We've got Wolfheart. Did I miss the Lord's Prayer? You, you did if you have not heard it, for sure. Um, Amanda Collins, God bless you, girl. You should be receiving your donation from the Life from America Slurp Fund very soon. Roxy, good to see you, girl. Get storable food storage soon, folks. Ruby Hines, always on time. Good to see you. Yes, we're going to come back and do the Lord's Prayer. We did not do the Lord's Prayer. We're going to come back and do it. My fault. My fault. That's, I didn't know that's what you meant. We just had to run out because of time. So we're going to come back and do that right at the start of the first and foremost section. So let's go ahead and do that. Here we go. Welcome back to Live from America, ladies and gentlemen. As time constraints uh, do keep us on schedule here on Live from America, I had to go to commercial, but I would like to take this opportunity now to do our Lord's Prayer right before the first and foremost section. Maybe, maybe we'll switch to doing that. Maybe we'll switch to doing that in the future because there's something said about doing it right before the first and foremost and uh, after the commercial break. But please, remove your hats and let's say the Lord's Prayer together. Here we go. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. Yeah, it is weird, isn't it? Changing it up a little bit, but sometimes that's not a bad thing. Sometimes that's not a bad thing. With, these long, uh, with this long footage that Ben is, uh, is, is sending, I want to make sure I get it out, and it kind of puts a little time constraint on us. Um, but let's get to the first and foremost section, ladies and gentlemen, and I think it's that important to start out with this. Now, I know we've been talking about this. Some people don't think it's important. I seem to think it's very important. But ladies and gentlemen, put your cups up, and let's have our first slurp of the evening. Here we go. It is official. It is official, folks. Twitter has sold to Elon Musk. And what is the cost for freedom of speech on that platform? Well, ladies and gentlemen, in order to have robust dialogue on Twitter, it costs $43 billion. And thank the good Lord that somebody stepped up to do this. Now, a lot of people say, I don't trust Elon. I don't trust the fact that he's AI. I don't trust this. I don't trust that. Look, I said a thousand times I don't agree with this guy on almost everything. On almost everything. But I'm going to tell you this. As soon as he gives Project Veritas back their Twitter account and everybody else who decided, uh, who Twitter decided that they were going to just throw aside like a dirty dish rag, can you imagine what with, with that kind of reach that Project Veritas had on Twitter? How many people are going to start coming forward now again? Folks, what happened here was the swamp just drained a few inches. Now, I don't know how deep that swamp is, but that swamp definitely drained a few inches. I believe it was closer to $44 billion. Either way, when you're talking billions, what's $1 billion when you're talking that many billion? So the price of freedom of speech on that platform runs around $44 billion. Now, in Disney's case, in Disney's case, the price for freedom of speech is a lot higher, and we will get to that a little later in the show. You're not going to want to miss that segment, but the price of freedom is definitely $44 billion. Now, why is this so important? Why do I talk about this being the swamp being drained? Well, ladies and gentlemen, one of the big reasons 
that President Trump went through everything that he went through. And one of the biggest platforms that organized people on the left was Twitter. Black Lives Matter and Antifa organized on the left. Any prominent um, elected official who is dirty was using Twitter in order to communicate. Twitter seemed to be the biggest form of communication for high-profile corrupt politicians, high-profile corrupt Hollywood uh, actors, high-profile Grammy-winning artists, uh, and high-profile athletes. That is why this is so important. And guess what else? There's nowhere else for them to run. And if this wasn't bad for the left, then why are they melting down about it right now today? Why are they freaking out about it literally right now? I am seeing white supremacist, Nazi, everything. I'm seeing the left have one of those 2016 moments when Donald Trump destroyed Hillary Clinton and became the president of the United States. That's the kind of moment we're talking about here. That is what's happening With these leftists, they're melting down because they know that they're one of their main communications tools is done. And yes, they can continue to be there. They can continue to say what they want to say. But the problem is, is now they're going to have an opposing view. Now they're going to have the other side of the argument. It's very easy to take sides with somebody when you're listening to one side. There's only one side to to take. But when it takes two to tango, baby, that's when you have two sides to look at. And where are they going to go? Facebook? Nobody cares. Young people aren't using Facebook. Young people are using TikTok. And I understand that TikTok is a CCP-owned platform, but guess what else? It is full of conservatives on there literally ticking off the CCP every single day saying what they want to say. So, folks, this fight is so big, and this win that we got today was so massive. Like I said, CNN Plus, gone. Twitter, completely is going to be completely retooled and it's going to be what it used to be. Disney getting completely retooled and and reined in from their uh from their involvement in 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 all of this uh sexualization of our children. Folks, we are winning. We need to celebrate these wins. We need to think about what's going on and we need to go how did we do this? How did we get here from 2016 through 2020 and until now? How did we get here? We got here by never giving up. It's a very simple strategy. It's a back to basic strategy. Just never giving up, never taking our foot off the gas and keep moving forward. That's why, ladies and gentlemen, I started out with that today. Now, I want to talk about President Trump. President Trump made a very bold statement saying, I don't care if Elon Musk bought it. I am not going back to Twitter. That's what I love about President Trump. I won't be going to Twitter either. I don't Twitter either. I don't care about Twitter. Don't care about Elon Musk or Tesla or SpaceX. Could care less. What I care about this is being a win for the good guys. And it was. Now, time will tell what kind of uh, uh, CEO Elon Musk will be. But I'll tell you what really got under his skin, what really got him motivated to do this, was Twitter banning and suspend, or suspending Joe Rogan and suspending Babylon B. Both of those people, uh, Babylon B and Joe Rogan, they're all tight with Elon Musk. He didn't talk about doing this until they did that. So think about his motivation. It's definitely not money. Maybe power, could be. Billionaires love power. Fact of the matter is, folks, this is a big win. Now, President Trump saying he won't go back, I love that because I say the same thing about the people that banned me. I'm never going back to YouTube. I'm never going back to Facebook, and I'm never going back to Twitter. Never. I will never be on those platforms again. So President Trump's uh, integrity really shined through there for a second when he said, and, and, and it does every day. It does every day. He says something amazing and something intelligent. Now the left would disagree with me. They say everything that comes out of his mouth is stupid, but they're not listening. It's kind of like the, the thing with Jesus. Jesus spoke in parables because so the Pharisees and the people that didn't want to hear it wouldn't know what he's talking about. Okay. I'm not saying Trump is Jesus, but I'm just, you know, comparing the two forms of communication there. So I, I, I think that's great for president Trump. Now, folks, I want to say this. If Elon Musk buying Twitter is causing you liberals out there to lose sleep, never fear. Just go to MyPillow.com. Put in promo code LFA and you will be sleeping soundly, counting those sheep that are your peers and you will no longer be uh, screaming at the sky because of Elon Musk. How about that? All right, moving on. President Trump held in contempt of court. That is true, ladies and gentlemen. President Trump has been held in contempt of court. We talked about this a couple weeks ago. And today, the judge 
has held President Trump in contempt, fining him $10,000 per day that he refuses to turn over documents to the crooked and very fake attorney general. The New York judge, Arthur Engeron, and moron, we'll call him, Arthur N. Moron, has held Donald Trump in contempt and ordered a fine of 10K per day that he refuses to turn over documents that old Letitia James is crying that she wants. Oh, I bet you don't win. Hey, judge. Hey, judge uh, Arthur N. Moron, bet you don't win. Keep crying. Hey, Letitia James, I'll bet you lose once again. LOL. During a hearing on Monday, the judge considered James's contempt request. Quote, Mr. Trump, I know you take your business seriously and I take mine seriously. I hereby hold you in civil contempt and fine you $10,000 a day. The documents that James is requesting relate to the Trump Organization's business dealings. She claims that the organization manipulated property values for tax purposes. Guess what? We already covered this on Live from America and we found out that he undervalued. I mean, that he overvalued his properties. Not undervalued, that he overvalued his properties. This lady is, is, is out of her mind. Trump originally had until March 1st to comply and turn over the subpoenaed documents, but it was later extended to March 31st. The judge's order was crystal clear. Donald Trump must comply with our subpoena and turn over relevant documents to my office, Letitia James said in a statement earlier this month. Instead of obeying a court order, Mr. Trump is trying to evade it, she said. We are seeking the court's immediate intervention because no one is above the law, says the lady that seems to be above the law and seemed to have a vendetta and a scope laser uh, focus on President Trump since before she was even in office. Now, in case there are any doubts about her case being politically motivated, following her election in November 18th, James immediately began cursing and threatening President Trump on a video. We played it a thousand times. It doesn't matter. You have all heard it. Long story short, folks, she will not win. The judge was wrong. Trump will win again. Nice try. At least, you guys, we can give you an A for effort. But in the end, we're going to be telling you the same thing we're telling those 32 incumbent Democrats and those rhinos that we have no use for anymore. Hit the road, Jack. And don't you come back no more. I have a feeling that President Trump is going to win this just like he wins everything because the liberals never stand on truth and they never stand on logic and they never stand on facts, ladies and gentlemen. Let's take another commercial break here on Real America's Voice News. This is Live from America. I'm Jeremy Harrell. We will be right back right after this. Stay tuned. How many times are they going to try? This is literally like President Trump is playing like, uh, what's that game with a cat and the laser pointer? I mean, uh, this is laughable. It is laughable. And I bet you he looked at this and laughed and said, yeah, okay, whatever. Yeah, enjoy that. Keep waiting on that money. How about that? I dumped Netflix, says Larry. Good job, my friend. We've been dumping uh, subscriptions here at Live from America, too. My family, Eli's family. Letting them all go. That's what happens. Go woke, go broke, right? President Trump is right about everything, says Linda Kaiser. Uh, Kaiser, Kaiser, Kaiser? I don't know how to pronounce it, but Linda. We'll just say Linda. Um, Don't let the door hit you, says Rumble Dog. Amen. Amen. I want to thank you all for the Rumble Rants, by the way, today. There's, um, it's, it's great to uh, start the day off with some, with some, with some good uh, income, so thank you all very much. Lots of love to you, Miranda Dolan. God bless you. You can't beat Trump, says eight to, uh, 8212. That's amen. That's a good one. I dumped ENP, ESPN Plus, says Barbara Peters. And hey, Jeremy, you're doing an awesome job, Tommy. Hey, God bless you, Tommy. I appreciate that. Thank you so much. Let's come back from this commercial break and let's kill it. We got a lot to go through. You know how it is here. Here we go. Welcome back to Live from America, folks. Um, we, want to, uh, we want to give a Dum Dum Award of the day today, but we're not going to give it until I do the story. So as many of you know, um, Truth Social opened the doors up this weekend. Anybody that was on a waiting list for Truth Social for Apple, Apple from, uh, from uh, the Apple Store, the app from the Apple Store, you were led into Truth Social this week. Now, for all of those who are on Truth Social looking for me, I have not built my profile yet, but it is there. And it will be verified soon, but it is at Real Jeremy Harrell. That's it, at Real Jeremy Harrell. 
How you know it's me is there's no profile picture and there's no cover photo yet. So make sure you go follow that. But ladies and gentlemen, we get Twitter sold out from under the leftists and the, and, and, and the globalists. And we get true social opened up to the, to, to the world literally on this, in the same week. I mean, folks, are we loving this yet? I am. I know that. I'm smiling from ear to ear. But anyway, we, as we all know, True Social, who has partnered with Rumble, opened up to everybody. And folks, the communist Democrats are literally freaking out. Their heads are exploding over the news of Elon Musk buying Twitter and the news that uh, True Social has opened up. And they are freaking out and their heads are exploding so badly that they are now demanding that Apple preemptively nuke True Social and get it off their platform immediately. This is from the Democrats. Let's go ahead and open the story up. A left-wing government watchdog group with a dubious history is demanding Apple engage in mass preemptive censorship with the removal of free speech branded alternative to Twitter from its app store. Citizens for Responsibility and Ethics. That's their name. Crew. C-R-E-W. Citizens for Responsibility and Ethics sent a four-page letter to Apple CEO Tim Cook on Wednesday urging the American tech executive to nuke former President Donald Trump's new platform, Truth Social, from its digital marketplace despite no violations of its company guidelines. Well, the events of January 6, 2021 highlighted not only democracy's vulnerabilities, but also the risks associated with the current ecosystem of online speech, cried crew president Noah Bookbinder in the letter. Every company that now enters into businesses with Donald Trump must be recognized that is essentially endorsing the dangerous and anti-democratic conduct. Well, we're a republic, not a democracy. So learn that first and then stop crying. Actually, keep crying. We want videos of it. Matter of fact, make a video of you crying, saying the same thing so that we can share it. Please, we would love that. And then book yourself to come on my show so we can have a conversation. I'd love to have that. I would love to have that. But anyway, crew, C-R-E-W, for your incredibly ignorant and stupid racist crybaby anarchy, eh, whatever the... (laughs) Whatever the heck you call yourselves, for all that, you are going to get the Dumb Dumb Award of the Day. So if we could pull that up, please, let's give these guys what they rightfully deserve. Come on, man. (laughs) We did it. We did it, Joe. Dumb Dumb Award of the Day for Crew from Washington, D.C. Crew. Yeah, they're all about ethics. You know what I mean? The Democrats. Oh, they live for ethics. Anyway. Last week, you might have heard this. When I heard it, I literally laughed and thought to myself, what is going on? But last week, you may have heard that uh, Joey Applesauce, Joe Biden, the illegitimate resident currently uh, living in our White House or a few blocks down at the studio, wherever he's residing, he told his Lord and Savior, Barack Hussein Obama, uh, that he was going to run for president again in 2024. That's assuming that his brain makes it out of April 2022. Now, I didn't think he would be here this long, so how in the H-E double hockey sticks that he or anybody else in the world would think that this guy is going to physically, mentally, and emotionally make it to 2024? Hey, but you know what? This is exactly what the Democrats want. They want somebody that does not have a mind of their own. They want a mindless zombie that they can just get away with doing whatever they want and pin it on this loser. They don't care. This is beautiful for them. Everybody asks, why would the Democrats keep him out there? Well, that's why. They can control him unequivocally. It's crazy. But anyway, now the White House is backing up the claims that Joe Biden made to his Lord and Savior, Barack Obama, that he was going to run uh, for president in 2024. White House claims that Joe Biden can and will win re-election. Now, I know this is political theater, and I know this is just jargon and rhetoric, but get this. They claim that Joe Biden can and will win re-election in 2024. All of this while having a low 30s approval rating, which I think is still too high, and full-on active dementia. Yeah, he's going to win, okay? Yep. Guy can't even, he, he can't even have a coherent thought, let alone a coherent speech, let alone a coherent presidency. We have one more shot, folks, just one more to save this country, and that is decertifying everything, getting rid of these machines, and holding the people accountable. And we need to stop it right 
now. Okay, folks, now here's some good news. Mike Lindell filed in federal court today. In federal court today with the help of Carrie Lake, who we're going to have on the show on Friday, to literally remove all voting machines in the entire United States. Crazy thing about this is, is the defendant in this case, because it was filed in Arizona, but in federal court, is Secretary of State Katie Hobbs, who's running for governor. Guess who else is in on this case as a witness and who's going to be called to the stand and in charge of the investigation is, that's right, Mark Burnovich, the attorney general. So now Mike Lindell just really, with the help of Carrie Lake and others, they really, really, really put a thorn in the side of Mark Burnovich, the left, the rhinos, and the uniparty. By doing that. So big shout out to Mike Lindell. He said, look, if we can get one state to fall, the other states will fall like dominoes. This is not to do with anything else that he's, he's, he's fighting for, by the way. Mike Lindell. This has nothing to do with, the, uh, with all the evidence that he has uh, of fraud and decertification. This is to stop the machines from being used in 2022. And he said with the evidence that was filed in federal court today, there is no way that they can't. But folks, we all know. We all know that if we had a justice system that actually worked, we could say that there's no way that they could not side with Mike Lindell and the federal, um, uh, the, the law, the, the filing, which is to remove the machines. There's no way, but we live in a clown world. So who knows? Long story short, it's weird when the pillow guy who used to be a crackhead is fighting more for this country than some of our red governors. I won't name names right now, but I think you all know who I'm talking about. It's a shame that a pillow guy who used to be a crackhead, and I say that for a reason, is fighting for our country more than the minority leaders of both the House and the Senate currently right now. You got Kevin McCoward sleeping in a bunk bed with Frank Luntz, and you got Mitch McChina looking for his chin while he's making money from China. Crazy world we're living in, folks, but we got to give a big shout out to Mike Lindell. Great, great, great patriot. And we're going to fight with the people that fight for us. That's all I've got to say on that. But the fact that the, the White House even thinks that this loser has a chance to even be alive, let alone win the presidency, is laughable. It really is. Now, one of the biggest lies that Biden has ever said, in public anyway, is that A, Hunter is the smartest person that he knows, and B, that he had nothing, and, uh, nothing to do with and no knowledge of Hunter Biden's business dealings. You all remember him saying that. He said it multiple times. He said it on live TV. He said it at debates. He said it everywhere. He said it in a circle shaking somebody's hand that didn't exist. As he went on to say, true international depression. I got hairy legs. But folks, we find out this morning, and it was reported on Fox News first, so I will give them credit for this, that Hunter's business partner visited Obama and Biden's White House 19 times. How do you visit the White House 20 times and you're the business partner of Hunter Biden, who is the current vice president's son, and you're visiting the White House 19 times and old Joey Applesauce doesn't know about it? I find that hard to believe, folks. I find that hard to uh, believe. But the Daily Daily Mail reported it first and then Fox News picked it up. But I'll go ahead and read it for you anyway, just in case you don't watch Fox News anymore like most of us. Hunter Biden's top business partner had met with then-Vice President Joe Biden in one of 19 visits he made to the White House between 2009 and 2015, according to visitor logs from the Biden, excuse me, Obama administration. Now, we know that's why Joey Applesauce lives in Delaware. We know that so he doesn't have to abide by these uh, visitor logs. Eric Sherwin, former president of Hunter's now-dissolved firm Rosemont Seneca, met with Biden in, on November 17, 2010 just as Hunter was striking multi-million dollar deals abroad. And this was reported by the New York Post. The logs revealed that Sherwin made a total of 19 visits to the White House during Biden's vice presidency, with nine of those visits, including, um, meeting, including meetings uh, with Obama, members of his staff, and member of, members of Jill Biden's staff. Of course, he didn't know, though, right? The research behind the story was made Um, was made by New York Post reporter John Levine, who was on with Fox and Friends this morning. Levine shared that Joe Biden claimed he had nothing to do with his son Hunter's business dealings, but this is not true. More and more data is coming out showing the uh, the, the connection between the two. The problem is we don't know what these meetings were about. Well, at least not yet. 
But as soon as we take the House and as soon as we take the Senate and as soon as we start getting our little paws on all these little committees, I have a feeling that all of this is going to come out and it's going to come out big. Just my feeling, just my gut. Anyway, we'll be right back with more Live from America here on RAVTV right after this. Stay tuned, folks. Now, I want to uh, talk to you guys, my, 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 lo- my family, for a minute. I want to talk to you guys about something. Actually, I want to talk to you about two things. Number one, um, myself, Heather Mullins, Ben Berkwam, and a few other people, we're going to start getting into documentaries. We're going to start making full-length documentaries where we go in detail about Disney and other places and about election fraud and about cr- uh, these crime network of stealing things uh, and drop boxes. We're going we're gonna to create our own documentaries from here on out. Now, it's going to take a while to get there, but I just thought that you guys would really like that and you would really be, uh, you'd really be happy about that. We will not be selling them on Amazon. Nope. We will be selling them and distributing them how we want to, and it'll be with, a, with, with somebody conservative or right on our own websites. We're not going through Amazon to do that. I did get some good word from Rumble today. I was talking to Rumble this morning, and they said they're going to start opening up a uh, – they're going to be doing a lot of improvements. Number one, you're going to be able to watch and go, I mean, go live from your phone, from mobile on Rumble, and you'll be able to do um, uh, Rumble rants from the phone. Um, when you're watching Rumble, which is good. They're also going to be building a platform in order to sell your own documentaries and movies and content so you don't have to go through Amazon. So that's another big thing that's happening right now with, uh, with Rumble. The other thing I want to talk to you about is I've been approached by a few sponsors for the show. Now, I told you that nothing would ever happen without your guys' approval because this is your show. I will say this, though, but because of the hard times right now, our donorship is way down. I mean, we rely on the last bit, any bit of little clothes that sell in order to make sure that we're making ends meet here to keep going. So we do have some sponsors. I will talk to you about them later in the future, probably during a morning show, and find out if it's okay that we go with any of them. If you guys don't want us to, then we won't. But I think it's necessary for the show to grow uh, when donorship is way down and we don't have to rely on those donors so much anymore and we can kind of move the show forward. So we'll talk about that. I just want to hear your guys' thoughts on it. Feel Feel free to email us or message us in any way to tell us. Uh, I know Eli loves answering emails. Um, and I know he's laughing right now, smiling. Actually, we, uh, we, we, we find out some amazing information and we hear some great testimonies through emails. So just keep that on the back burner and uh, we'll talk about that more in the future, okay? Um, I want to make sure. Okay. I just want to make sure that we have uh, that I have the, the right stories here that I want to really talk about. I had more stories than I could go than I could actually use tonight, but I want to, I was I was thinking which ones do I do and I think there's more important ones to do. So we'll we'll come back now and we'll move on, okay? Here we go. And you're locked and loaded right here on Rav TV. This is live from America. I'm Jeremy Harrell. I'm in New Hampshire. And we are fighting for freedom, and we're fighting for the gospel, we're fighting for the Lord, and we're fighting for our future, and we're fighting for our children. If you agree with everything that I just said, then you are on the right channel, and you're watching the right show. Now, the left, the left is coming to the aid of Disney, big time right now, over what is happening in the great state of Florida, between the lawmakers, the people of Florida, Ron DeSantis, and the woke, sexual abusive, very pedophile company known as Disney. And I'm saying that with full certainty that nobody is going to be able to come at me with some kind of a defamation lawsuit because I have the evidence to prove it. And we've been talking about it. Now, it's not just the people on the left that are coming out to defend Disney. No, no. It's the people on the right too. It's rhinos as well. As much as I hate to say it, it is. And we're going to talk about them in a minute. We talked about them briefly this morning. We're going to get into that in a minute. But first, let's dive into the left, okay? Because this is a funny story. A Democrat county judge in the state of Texas, in a liberal county, has invited Disney to leave Florida, leave it all behind, and move to Texas. In the same breath, accusing Florida of being authoritarian, anti-business, an extremist. Now, I would call, I would say those same names, by the way, I would say those same names about Disney. 
I would say they're authoritarian, which is why they were self-governing. I would say they're anti-business because they buy everything up and monopolize everything. I would say they're extremists because they want to sexualize your children and they want to do it at such a young age the children don't have a chance. Okay? But let's get into this story. A Democrat judge in Texas invited Disney to move out of Florida and move to Texas after Governor Ron DeSantis signed the bill into law stripping Disney's tax privilege and special self-governing status. As the Gateway Pundit previously reported, Governor Ron DeSantis signed a bill into law on Friday that terminates all special districts that were enacted in Florida prior to 1968, including Disney's Reedy Creek Improvement District. The new law will remove Disney's tax privilege and self-governing status, costing them hundreds, hundreds of millions, billions a year. The Reedy Creek Improvement District, which lawmakers created in 1967, is the governing jurisdiction and special taxing district for the land of the Walt Disney Resort. Now, ladies and gentlemen, amid its ongoing feud, Judge K.P. George, K.P., like the letter K and the letter P, George invited Disney Company to move to Fort Bend County, Texas. If you live in or around Fort Bend County, Texas, beware that this is what they're pining for. The Democrat judge penned a letter addressed to Walt Disney CEO Bob Chapik on April 21st saying, Fort Bend County is a unique place and a diverse place to do business. Our residents and families compose the most diverse county in the United States, deliver extremely high graduation rates, and are one of the top capita purchases, purchasers in Texas, have lots of wide open and affordable land while also being strategically located for the most efficient distribution of goods domestically and internationally, including the best access to both inland and water ports in Texas. While your company, employees, and diverse fans face authoritarian anti-business and culture war attacks from extremist Florida, we in Fort Bend are more, more than ready to welcome the Disney family with thousands of good-paying jobs and billions of dollars of investment. That was liberals kissing the butt of Disney and coming to the defense of Disney. Now, we know that the woke... Uh, the woke-topia, unicorn-believing, rainbow-loving uh, <laughs> losers on the left, communists, have been coming out in support of Disney since this all started. What I did not expect, folks, outside of Mom Jeans, Mitt Romney, Lindsey Graham, and a few of the other rhinos in our party, I did not expect some very prominent Republican content creators, talk show hosts, and fighters for the conservative and Christian movement to come out in support of Disney. Unfortunately, this is what's happening. First with Jenna Ellis. Now, everybody knows Jenna Ellis. She was working with Rudy Giuliani to supposedly help Trump in uh, his efforts to show the world that the, uh, the election was stolen. And I will admit, she did a good job out there with, with Rudy. I will admit. But she was fired by the Trump campaign for a reason. Then she was let go of Real America's Voice News for a reason. What that reason is, I don't care. I don't care, and I don't think anybody, nobody cares. However... However, when you are supposed to be a big fighter in the Christian and conservative movement and you stick up for Disney in this situation and you use freedom of speech as your catalyst and as your justification to make that tweet or to put that offer out there to Disney, there's something wrong with that. There's something wrong with that. And I want to and I know we talked about this earlier, but I'm going to bring somebody else into the fold in a minute as well. It is not about freedom of speech. It is not. Let me ask you a question. Is freedom free? It's a very simple answer. Is freedom free? Yes or no? Is freedom of speech free? Yes or no? And what do I mean by that? That means that there's always a price for both. There's a price for our freedom and there's a price for freedom of speech. The price for our freedom is our men and women going overseas and dying and blood being shed. Right? The price of freedom of speech is called accountability and consequences for your actions. You can go say whatever you want to say, but there are going to be consequences. If I were to go on some racial tirade right now and be just this big racist piece of crap, you know, saying the worst things, there would be consequences for those actions. Would I go to jail? No, because I have freedom of speech. But I would not, I would not survive in this world any longer. Because I chose to use my freedom of speech to say something. And there's a price for that, right? Now, she's saying that Disney should be able to exercise their freedom of speech without consequences. Meaning, without losing their special tax privilege 
and their self-governing status. However, what she fails to understand is in no way, shape, or form is that a violation of freedom of speech. You want to know why? Because Ron DeSantis did not unilaterally punish Disney for what they did and what they said. And it wasn't just about what Disney said. It was about what Disney did when they vowed to put millions and millions of dollars into lobbyists' hands in order to remove good people in government like Ron DeSantis and like the legislation in Florida. That is when you say, okay, now you're playing politics. Now you went from saying something to doing something, and now we're going to do something. And here's the other thing that Jenna Ellis forgets to to mention, okay? She forgets to mention that um, the legislation did this. And they did it the right way. And those people in that state represent the people. The representatives and the Senate, they represent the people. And the people overwhelmingly wanted to pull this special privilege, talking about white privilege all the time, from Disney. There's nothing wrong with that. Disney did something. They said something. And then they did something that went against every wish of, the people, of, of every Floridian. So they said, okay, well, you're a guest in our state now. And we're going to punish you by not allowing you special privileges for every other business. Now you'll be treated exactly the same. You want equality? There you go. You want equity? There you go. It's plain and simple. It had nothing to do with violation of freedom of speech. Now, here's where I really kind of lost my mind today. When I saw Dan Bongino side with her. Now, if you want to see this, all you have to go to do is go to, Lynn, um, go to Liz, uh, Jenna Ellis's Facebook page, her verified Facebook page, and look what she posted from Dan Bongino's verified Locals page. He said it on Locals. He didn't say it anywhere else, and I wonder why. But he said it on Locals, and he said, I support Jenna Ellis, and I support what she said about Disney. We're no better than the left if we start stifling people's freedom of speech, which is completely comparing apples and oranges. It didn't make any sense. It didn't make any sense, and now Dan Bongino has jumped on with that, with Jenna Ellis. That bothers me, and it bothers me because the two of them aren't even coming to it from a logical standpoint. And this is the problem with people in our party, folks. This is the problem with people in our party. They don't understand some of the most simplest things, and I'm not saying these two are in any way dumb. They're smarter than I will ever be. But sometimes, just sometimes, even smart people don't have the, best, the people's best interest in their heart. They just don't. And even if this was a freedom of speech issue, which it's not even close, but let's say in a, in a fairy tale woke world that it was, even if it was, don't you have a moral obligation in this situation? Don't you have a godly moral obligation to step in when a company has been accused of and tried and, and, and indicted and found guilty every year from now all the way back to the late 1900s with sexual abuse and rape and molestation and all these things that are going on on their cruise ships, at their, uh, at their parks and everywhere else? Don't you have a, a moral obligation? I think you do. Regardless of law, I think you have a moral obligation in this situation, but we don't even have to get that far because it has nothing to do with a violation of freedom of speech. So people like you are wrong in this, in this scenario. You're wrong. You're wrong. I'll be the only one to say it because nobody wants to tick off, oh, this is just in-party in fighting. No, this is not in-party fighting. This is calling evil evil. And when you side with evil, what do you call you? I don't know. I don't know. I have a big problem with it. And I think everybody should have a big problem with it. And if you don't, that's okay because we live in a free country and you're allowed to have your own opinion. You can agree with me and you can agree with Dan Bongino on almost everything, but it doesn't have to be everything. And on this one, you're either agreeing with me or you're agreeing with him and Jenna Ellis. Sometimes it's a hard fight. It's not easy in this job. But you got to do what you got to do to win. And that's not it. We'll be right back. Now, a lady came on my Instagram who actually likes the show, and I don't want to say who she is at all. I don't. Um, let me just switch it over here. I don't want to say who she is, but she came on my Instagram when I did a, I did a video about this earlier, and she basically, you want me to read it? I'll read it for you. It's, it's absolute garbage. It's absolute garbage what she said, and I'm okay with it. She has the right to say it. I didn't stop her from saying it at all. I didn't uh, ban her from my page or anything like that. Let me just go to this real quick. While we're on this commercial break, I got to read this to you. It, it, it blew my mind. Hold on. Here I go. Hate to tell you this, but you've been riding on Dan Bongino's coattails since November of 2020. Folks, I want to make an, an admission to you. I have never once, never once in my life um, 
watched an entire Dan Bongino episode. Never once. I've only caught the short clips. Never seen a full episode, so I don't know what she's talking about. She goes, you use the same mannerisms. Ooh, sorry about that. You're not Dan Bongino. He does his homework and he waits 48 hours before reporting on anything because he'd rather be right than first. That's where you differ. You'd rather be first than right. No, I'd rather be first and right. I'd rather be first and right, as a matter of fact. Sorry, but I'm siding with Dan on this one. So you know what I said back? I said this. Riding on his coattails, I've never seen a whole show. Just short clips. As far as siding with Dan on this one, go ahead. Side with Disney and Dan on this one. That's the great part about being America. He also didn't call for forensic audits, still to this day. Is that okay? You siding with that too? And then she says, maybe you should start listening to his shows because he's been against Disney's wokeness from the very beginning. One of his segments Friday shows, all, uh, shows uh, what it's all about, Disney and their wokeness. Okay, well, then he should have made a better, then he should have made a better judgment call on this one, period. Period. He should have made a better judgment call on this one. You can't ride with Disney on this one. I don't care who you are. I don't care what your agenda is. You just can't. It doesn't work both ways. You can't have your cake and eat it too. Disney's a pedophile company. We all know this. And if Dan Bongino was calling them out for being a woke pedophile company and then says, oh, I stand with Jenna Ellis to back him about freedom of speech, then the guy clearly, clearly isn't as intelligent as we all thought he was. And I'm still saying he's more intelligent than I am. But he's wrong on this one. He's wrong on this one. And everybody should see that. And I know I'm going to lose people for over that, but I don't care. I don't care. I'm not here to make friends. I'm here to give truth. And I'm here to stand up for what we're fighting for and not be wishy-washy one day to the next. It's just the way it is. Unbelievable. I want to come back and I want to play this video that I think is very important that I think everybody should watch because this is, this is going to highlight the fight that we're against, the fight that we're up against in this country. Here we go. Folks, thank you very much uh, for being here on Live from America. Look, I know that not everything I say everybody agrees with and I don't care. I'm not saying that I don't care about you or that I don't care about you watching the show. I'm saying that the great thing about this country and this party is we can have differences, but we're going to be held accountable. Do you know how many things that I've said on this show that I've been held accountable for, especially against Catholic, uh, the Catholic Church and, and the Pope and stuff? I've said some pretty, pre, pretty uh, off-the-wall things once in a while here, and I've been held accountable, and we should be. That's how we keep each other in check. That is what it is, okay? Now... I want to play a video for you that highlights the fight that we're up against, folks. This, I told you for a long time, this is a holy war. This is a holy war. You would not believe how many people out there, how many people are out, out, out there that are so ignorant that they don't even realize what they're saying when you're, well, you're about to see it. Anyway, you all know Mark Dice. Mark Dice is a great fighter for conservatism, and Mark Dice is a great fighter for freedom in America. Great guy. You should watch his stuff. Anyway, Mark Dice goes out there and he asks people off the wall questions just to see how far we are gone in America. And this time he goes out and asks people if we should ban the Bible. And what you're about to see, folks, will blow your mind. How many people say, okay, yeah, let's ban it. It's hate speech. Check this out. Will you help us to ban the Bible? To ban the Bible? We're just trying to get rid of this hate speech just to help the New World Order. But Amazon is still selling it to a lot of people, and we're just trying to get them to stop that. Why would I want to ban the Bible? Well, you know, it makes a lot of people feel uncomfortable. It's hurting a lot of people's feelings. Just print here and, yeah, print birthday and a signature. And she does it. You know, the Bible hurts a lot of people's feelings. And it makes a lot of people feel uncomfortable. And if we can get rid of it, you know, that'll really help with the New World Order. A lot of people want to burn the existing ones, but maybe we can do that later. Thank you. Thank you. Amazon has finally stopped selling a lot of racist and anti-Semitic books by people like former KKK leader David Duke. They were selling his autobiography for years. They finally stopped selling it, but they're still selling the Bible. So we're just trying to... So I'm just signing to not have the Bible be sold on Amazon? Yeah. Okay, that sounds like a good thing for humanity. You know, if somebody already purchased one, you know, I mean, at least at this point, we're not going to confiscate them, maybe in the future, but we just don't want anybody else to be purchasing their copies. Good luck. Thank you. Have a good one. When you say hate speech, I want to make sure we're on the same page. Yeah. Well, the Bible has a lot of homophobia in there, and, uh, you know, it it says that the Jews conspired to have Jesus killed. It's an anti-Semitic trope, so we're just trying to get the Bible banned to help stop the hate speech. And I'm with, on board with you 
on board with us there. You know, I mean, for the people who have already bought one, I mean, at least at this point, we're not going to be confiscating them, maybe in the future, but we're just trying to get the new purchases stopped yeah. and just ban it from all the stores. Thank you so much. You. The Bible is the most sold book, so if we can get Amazon to stop selling that, we can we can help stop the hate speech. We're going to leave the Quran up there, though. We don't want to be Islamophobic, though. It's time we finally get rid of it once and for all. Thank you. Well, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. There you go. Mark Dice out there exposing the real evil in the world, and regular everyday people are just like, yeah, let's get rid of it. That's the fight we're up against. Anyway, that's going to do it for Live from America tonight, folks. I really want to say thank you for being here with me, and thank you for listening things to things, even if it's uncomfortable to hear. That's why we're here, and I love you for it. Remember, there are right ways and wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall, keep your shoulders back, keep your chest out, and keep your head up high, because you are a child of God, and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. I'll see you tomorrow morning at 11 o'clock for more Live from America, and then again in the evening. Have a great night, and God bless you.